My name is Beth Guy. I'm with SEO 411, and today's topic is going to discuss uh, keywords and how to effectively use them in 2020. So I want to do an introduction on this at first, um, and I want to do a little bit of like history and where we are today. So back when we started back in 97 and 98, um, Keywords were garbage in, garbage out. So what we would do is we would take a web page, we would write on the web page web design or web hosting if we were talking about my my particular entity, and we would repeat that word throughout the context of the website ad nauseum. And let me um, show you what a website like that would look like. Um, I can do it this way. So if you go to archive.org, you can look back at the history of any website out there um, and it would it would tell you what that website looked like. So this was one of our very early sites. Um, and hold on a minute, I think I've got the Oklahoma people coming in. Okay, so but this was back, this is one of our earlier sites, so I'm going to put it here. It was ACTWD site hosting, and if you go and put that in archive.org, it'll go back and it'll show you what that website looked back like back in the early um, 2000s uh, and back when we, when we first started. And it was pretty uh, basic back in those days. Um, you basically just had to say what you did over and over and over again throughout the copy of the text. And as long as you did that, you were in great shape because eventually the search engines, which were not named Google, would rank you. So back in those days, there were places called like Lycos and Alta Vista. Uh, there was one called Dogpile that would just call everyone out there um, over and over and over again. So this is, it's not pretty in the sense that this website, you know, it's old. It was done in front page. Um, and this goes back to 2000, but I want you to get the anatomy of this, that this website sold web hosting. So when, when it was read by a spider, not named Google, um, it would come along and you would see that the first set of words uh, were uh, web hosting, and then it would kind of go on and, and web hosting was here. It's throughout the entire page. If I, if I counted up the amount of time the word web hosting was on this page, I think we would be uh, Hold the gate open for me at least 20 or 30 times it was crammed into this page. And at the time, we were ranked number seven on you, search engines that were out there, uh, primarily AOL. Um, and we did a lot of uh, a lot of good with that back in those days. And, and it was really pretty simple. Um, and if you look at even the title tag of this top, page, come closer. Of it, you can see that it, was, that it is, um, okay. it is also, um, I'm going I'm, I'm to mute everybody so we don't get feedback here. Okay, so you can see at the time that it was all very, um, it's all very basic. Garbage in, garbage out, that's kind of the way it did it. And I used to joke around and say there was no sophistication in a website um, simply because what would happen is I could take a site that was about birds and put web hosting in it and come up and rank on web hosting on a bird website. So there was no discerning what was good, what was bad. You could trick people into coming to a website on one topic and just overload it with words on another. Um, and, you know, you could do all of these things. So it was complete and utter anarchy 
um, with what you what what it was back in the day. Um, Google came along and tried to improve that process. And instead of using just the keyword on a page, it went out to incorporate also the meaning of those words and did they link to another page. So let's kind of look at what that would look like. I think this site still works this way. So this website, if you notice, is just chock full of keywords and they're linked to supporting pages. So um, this worked all the way through th 2007. So I, you know, we started at 2000. Um, Google recognized this website and this website ranked very well for many years um, because it was very keyword heavy and it capitalized on Google's basic premise, which is links are important. And therefore it went as far as to put the links uh, and linked up the keywords, linked them to adjoining pages and therefore the website ranked. So you can do a lot, you could do a lot of good things with a layout like that um, all the way through 2008, 2009. Um, and let me, let me put this website up. It's uh, residential landscape lighting. So residential landscape. These are all very old, uh, websites and very old designs. So don't anybody go criticizing what they look like because they're all pretty ugly uh, lighting design. So if you go to this website, you'll see again some of the similarities. It looks a little better, but you see all the keywords are stuffed on a page and then they're linked up to corresponding pages. Again, supporting Google and how Google wanted it back in the in the mid, you know, 2000s. Uh, after 2008, Google started to try to learn uh, what words were about. So what they did is they would match up where the page went to. And if the page was thin, they started to penalize you. If you were spammy in your links, uh, they would penalize you. So this website, let's go back to easyrack.org because it's a great example of this. They considered, which I, if you were all in a room with me, you'd probably be laughing, but they considered um, this type of a website to be spam after 2008 and they heavily penalized that. The other place that they heavily penalized it was by cramming keywords into the navigation and the side structures of a website. So this website got heavily penalized back in 08 and it's never really recovered because of the sheer amount of spam that's crammed into this website. Now, this one does it a little better. I am showing you this now because although we're going to talk about some of this, I don't want you to do this. Um, working and cramming keywords into a page like this no longer works at all. Um, and I, I just highly, highly, highly discourage anybody from even trying to go down this road. Um, although as I talk to you today, you're going to say, but you said not to do this. I said to not do it to this degree. So I, I want you to understand that. But I want you to look at a little bit of an anatomy of this website and how it's supported. Um, if you look at the words, we have products underneath. All these words are products. This page here is an informational page. So the top end of the page, the top link says sports field lighting. And then underneath it, it has all the sports field lighting that this website offers. The sports field lighting and tennis court lighting is a main topics page. It has a reasonable amount of content on the page and therefore Google ranked it. Now, 
as we come this uh, the evolution on res on residential has been interesting because it teaches to many masters if i come over here this is the modern version of this same residential website so that residential website became this website and it feeds this website so you'll notice we again have a layout of keywords but if you notice i really only have about eight per category and we're going to talk about how we find them um, we have about eight per each one of these uh, every product every of the sub pages bakes out uh, breaks out to a product page every one of the main subject pages breaks into a content section page uh, that is by design so that Google doesn't think I'm spamming it with keywords so when I go to my athletic and sports field lighting you see that I have a, a very um, large page and that it is supported within it so the first thing that i want you to do although i'm going to tell you how to find keywords i'm also going to tell you what to do with those keywords when we find it so what i did was i took a topic that says sports field and athletic or sports and athletic field lighting and i wrote a I wrote a page about it that page then incorporated all the types of sports field lighting that we offer okay um, I'm going to show you a different because everybody visualizes things differently. Trips to Italy has the same um, anatomy to it. If you come down and you start to look at the pages, um, let's see. Uh, no, that's not where it is. If we go to Italy vacations, which is our main keyword for this entire website, you'll notice that we actually break it down to each of the Italy vacation types that we offer, honeymoons, uh, customized family vacations and if you notice that those keywords then are broken out to where they match up to on the next level so the honeymoon packages goes to a rich discussion about honeymoon packages so keywords are the lifeblood of a website I think some people would argue with me that links are and I think I could I could adequately uh, argue back and forth with that, that I could go blast a bunch of links from outside sources to a website. But if I, if I took it and just put a brand name repetitively, Google would not understand from a keyword standpoint what it was about. I also think that when I do links, I have to utilize the keywords that I want to rank on in those links. So you have to have a very strong keyword uh, structure um, when you want to start a website and when you want to do that website um, and, and it it's a it's an interesting conversation because we have a lot of a lot of people out there are saying keywords are dead and I'm going to say keywords are dead but on the same token if you don't have them you have a problem um, so how do I say that and talk out of both sides of my face that way so what's happened is these keywords are the structural they're like the beams in the wall, if you will, or the nails in the wall. And it hold, it's like the glue that puts this all together and lets Google understand what a website's about. So since the advent of Google, and we're kind of doing our memory lane reminiscing section, when Google came along, it started to quantify the keyword and what it linked to, and then how many links with that keyword are pointing back to a website. So that's from the outside world. The other thing it does is count them from the inside world. So if I built a website devoid of keywords and had no interlinking in my website, therefore Google would again, not be able to understand what my website was about. It would not rank my website and 
that's why I would always argue that really that the fundamental building block to everything when it comes to a website is a keyword. And you have to sit down and you have to understand what they are long before um, you can really do anything. Uh, and I, you know, I, I had somebody call me yesterday and they said, Beth, these people made a really beautiful website, but they have no focus and no keywords on the whole website. How is that website going to rank? And my answer was, it's not going to rank. And these are the fixes that you need to apply to it. So before you even consider to build a website, I'm going to go out and say, you need to sit down and identify what your keywords are. I'm also going to say you have to identify what your money terms are. Okay, because I think that is is equally as important to this discussion as what the words are. But don't let anybody tell you keywords are not important, but don't let them tell you that I can just go put some keywords on a page and that is going to fix all your ilks because that couldn't be the farthest from the truth. Um, and maybe a real world example to explain this to somebody that that, that really doesn't know anything about this would be um, if you think about your car, there's gears in your car. That keyword is a gear. And if I don't have that gear, that car doesn't run. Now, it takes all the gears to run together. So all these words get strung together. So as we've gotten more sophisticated in our abilities to do things, and Google's made a few other changes through the years, and I'll, I'll, we'll kind of get to them in a second here. But from when I said 2008, they kind of went after all these spammy words on a page and all the spammy text. So everybody had to kind of walk away from that. And we also needed to change the way we made links on a page. I used to be able to formulaically tell you to put five keyword links on a page, link to another section of your website, done on to the next thing. That doesn't work anymore. You need to be pointed, you need to be focused, and it needs to make sense when you do that. Um, but the thing is, is that um, what's happened now is Google's come back in and they've gotten more, um, they want to do more, what is the user intent of things, what is the um, meaning of the word, what does it, how does it, and how does it really manifest itself. So um, this is where it puts another layer on the top of this. And I'm telling you all of this because I think to understand where we are today in keywords, you have to understand the past of where we were in keywords. Okay. So before they were just words and characters on the page with no meaning. In 2013, Google went through and defined basically every word of their English language and basically made a lexicon of what words mean. And you have to understand what words mean to Google and not yourself. So that's an important thing to remember too, is what does Google think a word means versus what does Beth think a word means? So my most common um, example of that is that if I say I am a painter, what am I? Uh, again, if you were all in a room, I would say you were, you would, you'd all kind of yell out at me and I would say to you that 95% of the people would say that a painter is somebody that paints a house. And Google agrees with that. But inevitably, I have the one art guy in the room that says a painter is an artist. And Google, and, and it is completely, that is exactly right. A painter is an artist as well, okay? Uh, Thomas Kincaid was the painter of light. But the thing is that Google has defined a painter as a, a person that paints a house and that the guy that paints a portrait is not a painter, he is an artist. Now, where that comes into play is if I'm an artist, I can't talk about being a painter. Otherwise, I'm going to get jobs that tell me to go paint a house. 
So they start, they, they did this uh, lexicon and it's not like it's published anywhere of what words mean so that they could better group them together. And where you started to hear the rumblings that keywords are dead is that there came to be this whole uh, subculture, if you will, of what I'm gonna, I'm gonna call them um, related keywords. There's other more technical terms for them, but for this discussion, we're just gonna call them related keywords. Um, it's things that I would expect to see in a page if I went to a page that was about X. So this page talks about, the page that I have on my screen right now says why a custom honeymoon in Italy is the perfect honeymoon, okay? If I started out saying a trip down the Seine and visiting the Eiffel Tower, which should be uh, high on my list on a, an Italian honeymoon, Google would understand that I have no idea what I'm talking about and that there's a problem with that content because I'm talking about the same and I'm talking about the Eiffel Tower and my webpage is about talking about Italy. So they started to understand what words would you expect to see with Italy. So if I was talking about Venice, I might expect to see uh, the word uh, gondola. If I'm talking about Rome, I might expect to see things like the Colosseum or the Vatican. Um, so there's certain words that would support other things. I often use the word camera. If I sold cameras to the world, I would be talking about lenses, lens covers. I might be talking about aperture. I might be talking about exposure. Um, I wouldn't be talking about uh, shoes. I wouldn't be talking about um, dresses. There's certain things that I just would not be discussing just simply because uh, it has nothing to do with the camera or selling a camera. So they are starting to understand this relation between keywords. But what that means to you is you need to understand those keywords and the relationship between them and what Google would expect to see. Um, and then we've got to fit these puzzles together. So when I start out with um, a website and I've got to figure out what I think we should be doing with something, um, the first thing that I'm going to do is I, I, I want to know your competitor or who you view as a competitor. Okay. And the reason for that is because I can go into some tools that I have and I can start to understand where those keywords need to be and what those keynote words need to be to look like. Um, the other thing that's gotten more complex in all of this that I, I think has become, it makes it a, a little bit more difficult. So it used to be, I could say to you, and I'm, and I'm gonna say this to you, and this is a base guideline, but I could, it, this is where I'm gonna explain this is not, um, this is not necessarily the right way to do it, but, I'm going to tell you that most pages need to be 900 words. I'm going to tell you that your keyword density or how many times a keyword should appear on the page should be about uh, 1%, so 8, 9, 10 times. And really, I'd rather see it 7, 8, 9 than 10, 11, 12. Um, the words need to be there. Uh, I'm going to tell you that I should have my, the way my keyword should be in my first sentence. I should be in my title tag. There's some things and we'll kind of, if I get to that today, we'll, we'll talk about where those go on a page, but that would be the base guideline, except that if I go to a web page, and I'm going to tell you this Italy one is a, an interesting um, look at that. The people 
that write pages for the Italy vacation, when I go look at my competitors' websites, they have 4,000 words on a page. So my little 900 is nowhere is close enough. The other one that has that same problem is SEO 411. Most SEO sites on their homepage have upwards of 2,500 words on a page. Um, and I'm going to show you, I have a tool that will help you do that. Uh, let me do a new share and go to Chrome. It's a plugin for Chrome and it is, um, it is not free, but if this is something that you want to do, uh, I would highly uh, recommend paying the money to do this to help you because for $29, it's well worth, it's well worth it. Hold on, I gotta find my Chrome browser here. I'm just not seeing it, why am I not seeing it? Let me cancel this. We'll come back. Let me do it again. Let's see if it'll do it again for me. I apologize. I hate when the Zoom gets slow on me that I can't do what I wanted to do. Here we go. Okay, so this one here, I have that plugin. I have a lot of SEO type plugins, um, but I'm going to highly encourage this one in particular. Okay, so if I come, let me do the uh, SEO 411 homepage and you can see it. It's going to pop out this sidebar. Where did it go? Excuse me. Uh, it should pop out a sidebar and it's not. Oh, there it is. Okay. If I look at this main page and it pops out a sidebar, it tells me that the word count on this page is 2660. Um, and that's important because I, that's because if any of the other SEO sites that I go to that I wanted to compete with are in that same uh, word count line. So I take my keyword after I've identified them and I go find out, let's go pick this top guy here. I go find out what my word count would be. So for you guys, that becomes the benchmark. So if you have 10 words on your page and your competitor has a thousand, you're now basically nullified, if you will. See, it's still counting words here on this 38, seven, 38, uh, 3870. So what that tells me um, is that I actually need more words on my homepage to better compete with this person here because he's got way more words on his homepage than I do. And you see, he's got lots and lots of sections and rolls it out and discusses and talks and on and on and on he goes. So, and I've done some of this so that it's a better, it's, I've, I've done stuff so it lays out better, but yeah, so I need to add about a thousand more words to my homepage to be able to compete with this gentleman uh, on some of these on these more aggressive terms. So that's that's the story there. So what I need to do then is I need to start to come back and I need to see what somebody somebody ranks on. So I would take this guy's website because he's ranked number one, and I'm going to do that. And I'm going to go copy here. Um, and I'm going to start to look around to see what the pages are and what he ranks for and how his website ranks. So the first thing that I notice is that in his title tag, he put Houston SEO expert, top SEO marketing uh, agency, SEO service provider. So that is the keywords on his homepage. Now, if you look, mine are very similar. 
because I wanted to be, see, Houston SEO expert, Houston SEO expert. Now, I diluted mine a little bit because I want to rank on web design. He doesn't want to rank on web design. So I may pay a little bit of a penalty for having that part of that because I diluted it some. But I started out my list and I, and I really intrinsically, I know my business, so I really didn't start using this guy. But for you guys to guide you to where you wanted to be, I would find that competitor and I would look at, see what his homepage, well, who's ever ranked number one and see what his title tags are. So here's the mistake that I see people make. They come to me and they say to me, this guy is my greatest competitor and he's killing it on the internet. And I go look at the website and if the website gets 50 people a month, I would, I would like be surprised because the perception of what's the, the, the leader and what actually is the leader are often very different. So what I would suggest to you is not only picking a competitor, but also trying to find out who's the largest in the industry and going with them. Uh, you know, uh, every one of you should be aspiring to be what those people are when you grow up kind of a thing. So we're all little businesses and we all recognize that, but there's always that big business out there that I can borrow from. But I'm gonna go use this guy's website here for a second and we're gonna use him for, for our discussion today. Safari. Let's see if I can come back to that one. Okay, so if I come back to Safari, um, I have some tools. Now, this SEM Rush tool, I swear by it, and this is we I use it for a lot of different things. Um, and I'm going to open the second window here. So the first thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to come in and I'm going to go to SEM Rush. Now, SEM Rush. Uh, you can get some of the information for free on your competitors. Um, if you have an account, um, it gives you a lot of information. Now, you don't have to have an account. You can use the freebie. And because you're part of this class, I've had people um, go in and come back to me and say to me, hey, can you run a list for me? So I'll run a keyword list for anybody that wants something. So somebody said to me, Kathy or Katie rather said, what is the name of the tool? So the first tool I talked about is SERPWORKS. It's S-E-R-P-W-O-R-X. And that's going to help you go to a web page and figure out how many words that you even need on a page. That That's probably pretty much. Um, what else you can do is look and in that SERPWORKS page, let me share, let me go back to sharing Chrome a second here. In that SERP work page, let's go to a, let's go to somebody that's just not really a competitor, but shows up. It's also going to, there's also going to be another uh, place to look. Okay. So I have my word count. The other thing is the keyword count. So see this website has 18,000 keywords that it ranks on. If it, something only ranks on 10 keywords, please don't pick that website to go after. My hosting company is kind of like that because I, we put all our efforts into the digital company and the hosting company is just kind of there these days. Um, but you see, it's only 478 words. So I'm going to use that Thrive Agency long before I use this, this website to base my data off of. Okay. So I'm using word count and I'm using keyword count. Uh, what I will say is a, com a commentary on the hosting end of the business. I'm competing with GoDaddy and I need about 80 million links. I'll never have enough links to compete in the space. Uh, I think it would take me a couple lifetimes to come up with that. So 
that's that's why I don't put the effort into getting this to rank as well as it should because I have a great big length efficiency up against the big guys. All right, so if I come back uh, to my SEM rush, I'm going to go in and put in one of these websites that we just looked at. So where's my SEM rush promoter? Here we go. Close this window over here. Okay, so here's my uh, my window for SEM rush, and let me get a brand new window. So when you come into it, you come in, and I can put in a domain. So we're going to put in that joshuabellard.com domain that I was that we looked at that's ranking number one in Houston that had lots and lots and lots of keywords. Uh, he's got 2,100 keywords that he's ranking on. Um, and the reason I'm picking him over Thrive Agency, just so you understand this, is Thrive is national. It has a local presence. But um, this guy is local to the area, and it gives me an idea of what his keywords are. So you can look at this. So you see it gives I have just put up a whole big screen of worth of data here. Okay. And I know that, and I have this and we're going to touch on it. I start here now. I don't really start with AdWords anymore. And the reason why is because I need to be focused up against my comp, uh, my competition. So some people talk about, hey, I need to go out to AdWords and I need to build the keyword list off AdWords. And, and on some levels you do, but I'm going to show you, I use that in a little bit different way now because I need a starting spot on people. And if you don't have a starting spot, you never really know what the heck you're supposed to do. Um, and that's that's why I'm kind of recommending to kind of figure out who your biggest biggest competitor is so that we can start to have the right set of terms associated with it. So the first thing that I did is I'm looking in the volume category, okay? And I'm gonna, I need a piece of paper and a pencil because I'm gonna write these down as we go. So, and um, I, I'm going to actually mention two things here. So SEO company would be something that we would do. SEO agency, SEO company, SEO agency. So I'm going to start to mark these out and decide what ones of these that I might or should be ranking on that might make me money. Now, Google advanced search is not going to make me money. So I'm not putting that on my keyword list. I don't care whether I rank on Google advanced search or not, because it does not put $1 in my bank account. And I, I'm going to caution this. Um, you know, I, I do a lot of doubling of work into a consumer, like it's almost like a consumer advocate role. A lot of people will say, hey, we'll get you ranked on all these keywords. And the thing is great you're ranking on all these keywords, but if the keywords don't put money in your bank account, I have to sometimes question what the, what the worth of that is. So we can look at thousands and thousands and thousands of keywords and go, yay, we did a great job, but never have a term in there that's ever going to make us a dollar. And I, and I see that a lot. I ran a, uh, the gentleman that won the business plan competition here in Houston this year is a a commercial, uh, marine commercial construction company. And I ran some of his very large competitors and they were ranked on their brand, but they weren't ranked on industrial construction or marine construction. So I need to understand what's making me money. So although they did a great job, they have a really pretty website. They have no monetized keywords. They're all about themselves. So 
you need to evaluate this on, I don't care if I ever rank on SEO 411. You guys know who I am. It's a brand name. You all type that in. You come to me that way. Great. I rank number one on it. But if I didn't, if my name was just SEO.com, I wouldn't care if I ranked on my name or not. What I care about is the ones that are going to make me money. So when I look at this list, I'm picking SEO company, SEO agency. I don't know that I'm thrilled with SEO consulting, consultant, but I may be interested in SEO consulting. So I'm going to come down and I am going to mark every single one of these pay, these words that may or may not support what I want it to do. And, I, and remember, I told you I'm interested in Houston Web Design, Web Design Houston, Houston SEO, SEO Houston, Houston SEO Company, <coughs> uh, local SEO. There's certain, I could come down now here, this one here, Austin SEO Company, not anything I want to rank on. Okay, so that's, we don't, we don't, have a lot of customers in Austin. I've got some people out around the country, but I don't have a lot of people in Austin and I don't want to have to be driving back and forth over there all the time. So I'm going to say that would not be something I would want to do. Um, Google operators. I don't know what a Google operator is. I have no idea what that is, but that would not be something I would want to rank on because yeah, I have no idea what that is, even though it gets 590 searches. What I find interesting is that although this person ranks on uh, 2,100 terms, a lot of the big money terms to me are missing. So I, I'm going to be cognizant of that as well is because I've got 60, 14,000, 6,000. That's the number of searches that are done per month. And that should be a delimiter of the value of the word. Um, the other thing that I use when I'm picking keywords is also the pay-per-click value. So if something is like, this one's a great one here, learn SEO. The cost on it is only $3.09. So that tells me that that's not a great keyword because nobody's willing to make a bid on that. So I start to go through and start to compile my list of what my website should rank on by looking at somebody like this. Uh, we can put that Thrive Agency in with their 18,000 keywords. Let's see what that one looks like. Oh, you got to put it together. My internet's being slow. I apologize. All right, so let's see. We come here. Now you're going to see a dramatic difference. And remember on this, this is national terms on this, okay? So um, first of all, first word that they rank on is the word thrive, or not rank on. The first word with the most amount of clicks, rather, is the word thrive. I'm not sure that I, I care too much about that. But if you look, see how their numbers are way more, um, they're higher. Uh, so we have SEO. He's the, although they're not ranking nationally on SEO, we've got 135,000. Uh, web design, he's 18 on that. He's got 74,000. These are nationalized terms. These are not just local to Houston. Um, it, but I'm going to put, I'm going to look at this list. I'm going to go down this list and I'm going to say, I would like to rank on web hosting or, or web design nationally. Okay, um, great. Uh, 
but I also would rather rank on it here in Houston, right in my own backyard. So I'm going to append the word Houston to that particular chain uh, search, and I'm going to change the dynamics. So the amount of searches would go down because I'm trying to isolate it just to Houston, but I'm going to say web design should be on my list. Website design should be on my list. Digital marketing should be on my list. Social media marketing should be on my list. All of those things, website speed test, not on my list, not that because I'm not a website speed test company. So I don't, I don't want garbage traffic coming on website speed test. Now, what I might do is put a page up that talks about how we can approve website speed. And then that has some value to it because that's a service that I could sell is how to fine tune a WordPress website to make it go faster. Um, but you can see that if I start looking down this list for these Thrive Agency people, they actually have a list of keywords that I should be ranking on. Now, because I have a paid subscription through SEMrush, I went in and I made a list of what I thought they should be. Okay, so we're searching these by volume. Let me go search by volume here for me. I'm actually pretty happy with where we uh, rank on things on this website. This website's come a long way. So I'm searching them from uh, volume biggest to volume smallest. So you can see I have SEO services and we don't rank at all on that, but I wouldn't think we would because that's a, that's a national term. Website development, the same thing, web design agency. And you start to see now if I come down, this is a national version of SEO expert and we're at 83. I'm pretty impressed with myself to even be 83 on a national stage like that. But then if you see, I start to come into SEO Houston and Houston SEO, you'll notice that we're floating anywhere between eight, nine, and 10. So I, that SEO word by appending the word Houston to it, I'm now sitting on the front page. And oh, by the way, there's 2000 searches on either one of those, those terms a month. So I'm very happy with having that. So I have to discern what's a national term what's a local term and whether I'm happy or unhappy with something and how it's working. Okay. Um, you look the expert line where we've got a two, I think we're number one, two on Houston SEO experts too. I think we actually have the number one spot as well. But if you come down, you can see that list that I showed you on Thrive Agency, you're going to start to see a lot of those here in this on my projects, but I appended the word Houston to them so that my pool was right. But we're ranking pretty, I'm saying, I'm going to say I'm very happy because if I turn around and I flip this in directional and where we're ranking, I mean, we have a lot of ones, twos, threes. We've got a lot of stuff sitting on the homepage of Google and I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. We've got quite a few. And they're words that have value to it, 1900, 1900, 800, 800. So I structured this when I sat down to structure it. I took a list, I went through, I figured out what the words were that we needed to do, which again, I know my business, so I knew what I had to do. Um, but I went through and I devised this plan of what the words needed to be. But now we need to go just a little bit more granular. But before I do that, um, I want to take, I'm going to take, uh, where is it? Houston SEO. We're just going to take the word SEO 
and I'm going to throw that into Google. So this is where, when we used to teach this, we would tell everybody, hey, go to the AdWords tool and go pick your keywords off the AdWords tool. And where I think the logic and the problem in the picking the words out of the admin tool are a problem is, I think you have to actually know what you're looking for to even start the search. And I think that's where that starts to become a problem, which is why I say start at your competitor and let's work our way backwards. Okay. So once I've decided, and, and again, I, I've told this story, so some of you may have actually heard this story. So if you have, I apologize. But you know, when I started my company, I kept telling everybody we did site hosting and the right word for what we do is actually web hosting. So I had a number one ranking on a term that like only a fraction of people found. And we had, we'd get seven people a week. And I thought, wow, this might be great. We may actually make it. And then I realized when I changed it to web, web hosting, we ended up getting 20 orders a day. So it changed the dynamic and the complexity of things just simply based on what the keyword was. So you can't always just trust your own judgment on things, which is why I, you know, I think you need a balance of, hey, this is what I think I do. This is who I think my competitors are. Let me find the bigger competitor. And then once I find that bigger competitor, how can I use his keywords to help me create that list of keywords? Okay. So once I do though, um, I wanted to come over here and I want to go over here and I want to start talking about a keyword planner. So get where I went to is I went to AdWords um, and I have an AdWords account, so that's where this starts to get. But if you don't have one, do not put your credit card in. Do not try it. Um, funny story, not funny story, funny story, not really. Um, when I first set up my very first Google AdWords account, I was playing around with it to see um, how high of a bid I had to put in and how much money I had to spend to get to the first page of stuff. And in my fiddling, um, I put $100,000 down as the amount of money that I was willing to spend. And um, yeah, so, uh, and then I went to bed and then I figured, and then I remembered and thankfully I got up and Google realized I really didn't have $100,000 to go put out on AdWords. So don't play with something when you don't really know what you're doing with it. This is going back almost 20 years for me, like right in the beginning of Google. And I was like, oh my, oh. so don't do it because you can make a real big mess. Um, but when you come in here, you go to the tools and the settings and you can come to the keyword planner and it tells me discover new keywords and I'm going to put that in and I'm going to put SEO in. Now, notice I didn't stick the word Houston in. And the reason that I didn't start the word Houston and stick the word Houston in is primarily because I didn't want to narrow it. I want to see all the, all the different variants it gives me just by using uh, the word Houston or excuse me, the word SEO. The other thing that you can do is actually start with an existing website um, and then and then call it down from there. So I can go here and I can put in, use the entire site, put that guy's site in, and it will give me a list of what I should be working for and what I should be looking at. Now, again, I always search biggest to smallest and, and mostly because I need to know what I need to know. Um, and what I don't know. So if you look here, some of the words that it's, and these are suggestions. This doesn't, this, this doesn't mean that this person is ranking on these terms. These are the suggestions based on the website that we put in. So if you see what we have, we've got, 
you know, search in what is SEO, building a website, SEO companies, they're not anywhere as the same words as either we saw on Thrive or that we saw on the actual looking at those, uh, at the, the website that we're talking about. So in either, in either case, um, you can see that it, it, these are completely different. Now, what I'm going to tell you though, searches for keywords, researching keywords. I'm not going to, I don't want to rank on that specifically because that doesn't really necessarily get me to where I need to be. Um, it doesn't necessarily make somebody want to come and sign up or call me to see if they want to hire us or anything like that. Okay. Um, so this is where you got, I think you have to be discriminant in what you use as the keywords so that you are putting in the effort on the right set of topics. Um, and ideally, as I sit there and I put all these words in front of me and I build all these, these lists, I really have a top set of words that I really know that I want to rank on. And in, in the SEO 411 case, um, I actually pretty much tell everybody very simply, these right here are the words that I want to rank on, which is SEO, Houston, web design, social media, digital marketing. And I probably should stick the word agency in here somewhere. Probably should do that. And the reason I, that's what I want to do, I know that's what I want to do. And I am going to come in and I'm going to build my list based on that. And when I look at some of these other places for ideas, I can see um, that I'm on the right track. Now, the other thing that I would suggest doing is once um, I start to get all these words, we've got to organize those, these words. Okay. And I'm going to use the SEO 411 website as the um, one to uh, do this on. Let me get a blank one. Let me get a blank spreadsheet here. Sharing is pause reserves. Sharing. Nope. That's not what I want. Sorry, let me stop and start it again. And I'm going to go to Microsoft Excel. And what I'm going to do is this little Dumaflachi here. And I, I would recommend doing this. And I try to do this when I start everybody because it's probably one of the best ways to kind of set some goals so you know what you need to do. I'm laying out the navigation structure of a website. Now, we'll do this in, in uh, a mine maple. But I think for you guys, the better way to do it is to tell you to do it this way. So I know that my one main keyword is SEO. I know the next one is web design. Next one is probably social media. Uh, let's see. Let's get rid of this guy here. digital marketing in here. And I'm going to put in 
So then what I'm, so these are the ones that I'm really kind of hunting sub and sub keywords with, okay? So, and, and you can do this in multiple ways, but now that I know that I want to rank on SEO, as I'm starting to come through these other pieces of these other, uh, I don't know whether, no, it's kind of going there. Okay, so it's not sharing, new share. When I come back to the, uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. When I come back to the, I lost Safari. It must come back. It's got to be here somewhere. It's made some really big screen and went really crazy. So hold on a minute. I don't know what it's doing. stop everything I'm sorry we hit a little, little iceberg here on our, our window and I don't really know why I think it's zoom's fault but I can't swear to it oh I see what it's doing It thinks I have multiple desktops open. All right, heck with it. I'm going to just go here. We're just going to go back to here and we're just going to not fight with the computer. All right, so I got watch, I won't be able to get into it. Sorry about that. Uh, Google's now want me to do extra verifications or something. I don't know what it's doing. Yes, it's me. Okay. Sorry about that. It wants, I don't know where this, I, I'm telling you, two, two, uh, two factor authentication bugs the heck out of me most days. All right, so let's come back over here to my keyword tool. Let's put an SEO so we get back to where we are. It's got new. I'm going to put an SEO. Now I'm going to tell it get results. So we're all back to even now. So and I'm going to sort it again, biggest to smallest based on volume because that's that's usually the biggest way to, the way to do that. Um, and when I do that, we'll look at SEO services. I'm going to, I'm going to actually mark that to be on my list of things that I want to uh, be on. Uh, so I'm going to mark that. I'm going to do SEO company because I think that's another set. I'm going to do SEO agency. Um, and I now I'm going to take those words and I'm going to go enter them in my spreadsheet under the SEO column because I think those are things that I need to go focus on. So on my spreadsheet, I'm going back to it. I'm going SEO services. I'm going to go SEO company. 
and I'm going to go SEO agency. And honestly, I think that's the one that's missing as I, as I really think about this. I'm going to go local SEO. I'm going down these because I know what I'm looking at. SEO specialist might be one. SEO uh, optimization might be one. Um, WordPress SEO. Now, that's, that's one that I've not really seen before, but we are really good at that. And I think I'm actually going to put that down on my list. Um, I can go all the way down this list and pick whatever the words that I want off of this are. And I understand what they are, and I'm going to go add them over here, and then I can ma match this out with what I pulled out of SEMrush and what I put out of um, what I got out of uh, out of Google. I put them together, and I have one massive set of lists of words. And if we come back to what I did here with my uh, Excel sheet. What I did is I started to develop the navigation of the website. So what I'm doing is I took these words that I ultimately ended up finding and I created, not only do I know what my words are, but I also created the navigation of the website. Okay, so what I want to show you now, if I can put my hands on it, and I don't know that it's on this actual computer. I think it is though. I hope it is. Let me see if it is. I don't. Let me try it this way. I have one. What I did is I took these and actually I'm going to use this one for Galloway School. I did this for them to help them. Um, what I did on this, if you notice, we've taken and this is going to look like and I, let me get you the right screen here to make sure you can see what I'm looking at here. This is a little a school out in um, this is a uh, I don't mean to use the word charter school. It's a private school out in uh, Friendswood. And we sat down and we went through this whole exercise for keywords and came up with what the right keywords for for every area. And I'm going to fold this down so you can see how elaborate this got. Okay. Um, because we have to balance out sometimes the end user versus Google. Okay. So remember that I just said that as well. Okay. And I'm just trying, I want to fold all of these so you can see what I did on the top level. Okay, uh, that should get it. That's for parents. Okay, so what I want to do with this website, if you notice, this is the core of the website, and you notice how close in I have it. Because at the end of the day, I need to rank rank on words that deal with early childhood education, elementary, K five, intermediate education. Those are the words that I need. So I went and drew this entire graph, and we put supporting keyword data with every single one of these. So when I build the website out, 
and I build a map like this, I go actually as far as to go put notes on each one of these side keywords on what I found out, how much they are, why I pick that to be in the top spot. Um, so if I come back and I apply the same logic that I did to the SEO term, um, let me just go here. Let's put in SEO. And actually, I'm going to use my own website to do it because I think it's going to be a little bit more refined. Well, let me sort it by. It's alphabetical is what it is now. Hang on a minute. Let's go to 500. If I, if I look down this and I get all the, I'm trying to get down to the SEO terms. See, they put them alphabetical. They're not necessarily ranked with uh, letters next to them. SEO by itself without any supporting other supporting things is like in the in the hundreds of thousands just the word seo all by itself so i i want to pick that as to be my top word but the thing is i know that i don't really stand a chance to rank on seo by itself probably within my lifetime so what i did rather than coming up with um with rather than trying to go after just seo when I, when I put the website together, I, want, I need to get you back to Chrome so you can see what I did. I apologize. Okay, so SEO 411. So if I come back to SEO 411 and you see, you see what I did, I actually put services. Um, and the reason why is because services was higher than agencies. And I felt like that I wanted to make sure that um, I had that piece covered. So I went as far on mine as to put in SEO services. Okay, so the other thing that I did is I looked and I said, well, the other thing that people look for are packages and plans. So this became a idea between the end user and Google and how was I gonna meld those two together? And I felt like the packages word went better for the end user. So that's where that one got selected and then the last but not least, because I think this is one of those, and I actually think at some point we'll be able to rank on this, but what is SEO? And I think if I can get ranked on something like that, it would start a good path to get people to be able to get with us. So again, I'm making these decisions based on what are the keywords, what are the structure, and now that I've structured this across the top, I now need to know all those words that run down in those columns. So if you start to look and actually Google did a really nice job of it for us because it, it really, it really broke it out. Right. And if it would stop kicking me out, I'd be really happy. And Google themselves, when I look at this and you know, I'm going to, I'm going to say this and I, it just occurred to me. Way back in the day, Google used to have a way to go see what it thought your website was about uh, versus what it actually is about. And it's always good to understand what you think, it, what they think it's about versus what you think it's about. So let me sign back in here. 
And what I'm going to tell you is I picked up a few anomalies in this that I'm going to have to go back and go look at and see if I'm really happy with what it what it's saying. So if I come back over here, I tell them discover new keywords and I'm going to put in my own website, which is not really what you should do, but I'm doing it for this demonstration so that we all uh, we can all talk about the same thing here. What I see, which I don't know that I'm, if I start to look, I wish it would let me sort this by volume. I don't know why it's not letting me, usually it does. Okay. Um, anyway, if I look here, some of the things that I'm seeing here, I'm not too super happy with. This one is good. Best uh, search engine marketing. It understands that we do that. It understands that we do uh, search engine optimization. It understands. So it understands that we do some of these things. See, best SEO company and best SEO company, best SEO, best SEO in Houston. See how the drop off is to 50 on that. So where am I going to put my efforts? Am I going to put my efforts into ranking in Houston, which is the answer is yes, but I'm also going to be cognizantly aware that this best SEO company. And the reason why is because remember we talked about the beginning about words that relate to each other. Um, you have to identify all of those words. And what's interesting when you start to look at the homepage of SEO 411, and let me see if I can pull it up here. I wish I could get Chrome to come back up there. Safari, there it is. We're going to keep it forever and ever. Amen. Okay, so if I come back to SEO 411, actually, I'm going to do it over here. It's going to be the best way to do it. If you do this all right, this is the kind of result that you should get on this. Okay, so I come in. details on this. I should be able to come to pages. Um, and, I, and I'm going to tell you, I, I'd like to, I'd like you all to look at it this way too. If you look at my homepage right now, my homepage ranks on 79 keywords. So although we're talking about keywords and how to do it and everything else, if you notice, I actually have 79 separate little keywords that this page is ranking on. For some reason, it fell off the side. I'll have to go look at that. Um, and you, that should be your goal. The days of one page hyper-focused on one, one thing, they're still there, but you need to have all these ancillary and sub, sub words around it. So when I put these pages together, I put these pages to rank on multiple things. And if you see, course, our name is number one. But if you start to come down, I have the expert series, I have uh, opti expert optimization, I've got the SEO uh, marketing best in Houston, I've got all these experty type things and mostly because I've got that expert sitting at the top of it. But if you come down this list, I have 79 separate terms. Now when I start to get down into this level here and have be down here, I'm not too excited about that because you know once you get past page 
to uh, number 10, you're basically invisible. If you get past number three, you're kind of invisible. So I'm, you know, I'm not jumping up and down doing cartwheels down the road, but the, but the important thing for you to know in all of this is that the, that this homepage is geared to have multiple terms on it. And the other thing that I did then, remember we talked about um, setting the structure of the website based on the keywords up. If I come back to, let me go back to this pages report, you'll see um, that now, and I'll explain this one just here in just a second, but if you come back, the next one is the Houston SEO services. It's actually ranked on 89 terms. So ideally I want a page to rank on as many different things as I can get it to rank on. Um, because that means that the page is well put together. The structure of that page is put together, right? The keyword relationship on the page is put together, right? So the things that Google thinks it should see on a page when it sees a certain term, it sees them. And this SEO, the SEO Houston, the page that I did for uh, SEO in Houston, as you can see, it almost ranks on way more terms on the first page of Google and much higher value ones because I sat down and said, I'm going to make a page for SEO Houston and Houston SEO. And that whole page was constructed to rank on that specific set of terms. So when I sit down and I do this, I create the page, I create the content, I do all of these things, but the, the implementation of keywords basically transcends uh, just picking it. But if you don't pick the right word, you got a problem. So let me come back over here. Let's look at this word. Let's look at this page and any page, anything that I've done that, that, that you look at will follow some of these same things. So I want to look at the anatomy of a page because I want you to understand how to properly implement this um, so that you understand what you're supposed to be doing, how you're supposed to be doing it and what's going to happen. And I'm going to get a little bit nerdy here on you in about a second um, after we go through this um, because I can even go a little bit further with all of this and how all these things relate. So understand this is a gigantic math project. So after you sat down and you put all your uh, words down, you understand all the words, you now have to place them on the page right. And if you don't place, place them on the page right, you pretty much won't rank again. So there's all these little roadblocks that pop up with all of this. So I'm taking this page here. This page ranks on the two biggest terms that I want it to rank on, which is SEO Houston and Houston SEO. And understand that those were the two words that were in my head. So we're going to go from the very tippy top down and I'm going to explain what I did on this to make this happen. The very first thing I did is I named the URL string to incorporate the keywords. So if you notice, I have Houston SEO services and I put overview because we had a page that was Houston SEO services and I ended up co-opting it for something else because it was used for uh, something else at, a, at one point in time. So just understand. So the very first thing I did was make sure, where the hell did I go? I went to a wrong page. Um, I named my page exactly what the keywords are. And if you start to look through pages that I do, you're going to find that every page has got the same attribute is that the key terms are in the name of the page. So if you're using something like WordPress, that's easy to do. You do it in the permalink string. Don't necessarily leave the title tag uh, in place. Um, I, I would be more creative and change it with what you want. And in fact, frankly, had I done a little bit better job of this, 
I might have put Houston SEO Services Agency in my title. I'm not going to change it now because the page ranks um, and it ranks very well. So I'm not going to I'm not going to necessarily get involved in that. But at the end of the day, I am I am 100%. I should have put the word agency in here. But so I started there. So you see that my key term there. Of course, I named the page SEO services on my navigation. So I have it there. That's again, a very important thing that I'm putting it somewhere where I need it to be. Um, the next thing that I did is I put it right here, Houston SEO services. It's actually at the very tippy top first thing in an H1 tag that people see. All right. So it's there again. So that's another place for it. Then if you look and come down, you'll see, you'll see it here again. I have it sitting here. And in fact, frankly, I could consider uh, altering the breadcrumb trail on this and taking off the custom built for your business success. I could get rid of that um, and just let it be Houston SEO service. I, I, I frankly am tempted to just leave it the way it is again, because the page is ranking, but enough. So it didn't think I was spamming it to be honest. So but I, I, again, you see there's that use of that keyword again. And then we come over here and we say, why are SEO services important for your business? Well, there's the word again, isn't it? And this time it's in an H2 tag. So there's these H1, H2 tags, H3 tags, H4 tags that you select. Um, and a lot of the times people say, hey, I want my text to be bigger. Let me make this be an H1. Or, hey, I want the text to be itty bitty. So let me make it be an H6. The reality is Google's reading those because they understand that the original uh, use of those were to be headlines. So just like if I want to say Astros win the World Series, I'm going to put that in an H1 tag. The same way I might just put the word obituaries down in the bottom corner and put that in an H6 tag. So again, it's, it's inflecting and uh, transmitting what you think the power of that term is. So by me selecting an H1 on this section, I put this in here specifically to reinforce the fact that Houston SEO services. So we have now come down one, two, three, four lines, and I literally have SEO services four times and four lines as if that wasn't enough. Okay. I then started to do this. So they know that this is the start of the copy on the website. Um, and I started to put the words there. So you see it's here, you see it's here. Um, it's within the first couple words of the sentence. It exists in the first paragraph. Um, this page, I forget what the word count is on this page. Let me get that for you really quickly. This page has a lot of words on it. So although I told you it's 1%, I think this key, this page is 1600 words. 1200. So I can say SEO services 12 times before I ever even get into trouble with this. Okay, so you notice that I have, by the way, if you ever notice, and I'm going to tell you this little Duma tricky too. All right. Um, when we run the name of the company, I run it with the SEO and the 411 up against each other. Because when I separate it, it looks like I'm trying to spam somebody, but by keeping it together, it makes it its own word all the same. Google recognizes the S and the E and the O in the word. 
um, but it also understands it as a brand name. So if I had separated that back in the early days, we would have had a problem because they would have thought I was spamming in things by calling it SEO 411 with a space. So understand that's why every time you see it written, 99 out of 100 times, you're going to see it without the space because it was it's being done intentional on my part not to be sp uh, uh, spamming Google with the SMEO in the uh, URL string. Okay. Um, and then you see I started here's plans. So here's so here's SEO plans pops up. So you know, although we have SEO services a bunch of times over here, I now started with the plans motif. Okay. So we come down, we write a little bit. So let me explain something to you. When I write a page, I sat down and I wrote this page and I decided what I wanted to put on this page and I actually wrote the page. And as I wrote it, I decided, hey, I think I need to put this here. Hey, I need to put that there. And I'll explain. Um, I'll, I got enough time, I think. I have some software sometimes that'll tell me where I should put stuff, but I know I need to have it in my opening paragraph. I know that that key term needs to be there. And I need, I know it needs to be in a way that Google understands it, but that human understands it. So I can't write bad copy just to work a, a keyword in. So you got to kind of be mindful that. Now look at something like this. Okay. So this says, um, solid SEO strategies provide business with. I really didn't need to put the word there. I could say solid strategies provide business with. I put the SEO there because again, that's my keyword. So when I write the copy, I write the copy, then I go back and backfill it. Okay. I wanted to rank, I wanted to include the word organic search in here. So I wrote the sentence that makes organic search traffic. So it's organic search. I That's there because I'm writing it into the sentence. So if you see this part, you see the word organic search, organic search a couple times in this um, and I could put professional SEO services here, but I think it would be overkill. So as I come down through the paragraphs, I'm writing them in the way I need them to meet the level that I need to do for the keyword. So this is why it's really important that you know what your keyword structure is and what the keywords you're looking for are, because if you don't, you can't actually create a, a solid page of content that helps support the keywords you want to rank on. What you can't do is just put, hi, we sell SEO services and then put some nice pictures. You, you can't, you just can't do that. It has to be this well thought out and this well put together. And then the trick is how do you present it in a manner that is palatable to the end user? Because I'm telling you, you got to put 12, 1600, 3000, 2000 words on a page. So I'm having to design these pages uh, in a way that, lend themselves to have this much content on them, but to be broke up and so that is palatable to the end user. Because really what it says is, why are SEO services important to your business? Qualified traffic, lead generation, brand awareness. That's really all this, this paragraph needed to say. But you see, I did things to, to, to make the uh, I not, you don't have to read all this other stuff. You can just read the red writing the heavy black writing and actually get what you need to get out of that first section of the website. The next thing we have, I have another section here that I talk about the, at the types of, of SEO services that are out there. Um, and uh, the, uh, 
this national SEO services, I just don't see it gaining the traction, but it's the only way to delineate between the local. So we know we want to rank on SEO services. We want to rank on local SEO services. So I had to come up with a way to wrap that up so that the local SEO, and I want to call your attention to what I did. If you notice, national and local SEO services leader is actually in an H3 where local SEO Houston and national SEO services are actually in an H2. So what I just said is I made this top one littler and made these bottom ones bigger because I wanted Google to understand that I wanted to rank on local SEO in Houston and national SEO services and that I felt like those were more important than the header of this paragraph. I purposely, that was not bad design on my part or inconsistency on my part, that was specifically designed to be able to send a signal to Google that that's what I want. So then what I did is I came down again and I made an anchor text on a button that says SEO plans again. So what I, I don't mean to keep beating a dead horse here in the words that I'm using, but I want you to use, see how many times and how effectively I've come down and added all these words um, to a page to make the case that we should be number one on uh, Houston SEO and do it in a way that the end user would consider our company to do business with us because I still think you have to have a really pristine appearance, especially when you occupy this space and for somebody to just go in and choose you. They're not going to pick you just because you're number one if you have a, a, an ugly website. So I had to kind of balance all of this. But I want you to understand that how, how much thought went into all of this as I constructed this page. This page took me eight hours to build just so you have the right perspective on what it takes to build a page like this. So I went through, I decided what I wanted on the page, but then I had to massage it all out to become what you're seeing here on the screen. So again, coming on down, what should, and now here's Houston SEO again and Houston SEO services. So see, I have two, I have two different types of keywords within three words inside of a website. And I'm also going to point out something else. By throwing these question marks in, they make conversations. So if you notice all my headers are in the form of questions, it's because Google is now gearing itself to be more based on language search and questions. You think about what you do with your cell phone, you pick it up, you ask it a question, it gives you an answer. So we need to make sure that we're doing all of this. But if you really start to come down and look at the anatomy of this, you're going to start to see it over and over and over again so that Google understands what we do. Okay. And I did some subsets, but again, what, what should you, what should it include? I can answer this question in the four blocks of red writing that are at the top of those, at the top of those pages. So you don't have to read one blessed other thing here other than the four block boxes. Again, keeping in mind that nobody's going to read the page. So I have to put in visual clues. That's going to let somebody just be able to scroll and scan and get out of it. What I want them to get out of it. Um, Last but not least, I came down, even in my form, it's here, best SEO services is actually in the header of our form that we have put on this page for people to contact us. So 
I don't know if anybody is putting forth the amount of effort to build a page that I am, but this is the way and the structure that you need to have so you know how to put that page together and properly place the keywords within the copy of the text so that Google understands. So even through, so you come, we started up here with this uh, SEO services and I got all the way down to the bottom and I'm still saying the same thing. So Google's like, hey, look, we did this up here. Hey, look, they're doing it down here. So it's really a safe bet that this entire page must converse, uh, must traverse all these SEO service topics on this page. I did such a good page of it. Uh, this thing bounces between five, six, seven, and eight. I am going to tell you one other little thing that I have going on off the side of this is that there is places out in this world. Let me see if I can pull it up here. That if you look, and I'm, I'm showing you this because you need to, you don't necessarily need this tool, but you need to understand what's happening here. So look here in the movie, I can't be on Zoom class. All right, so let me let me come over here. So So if you look down this, this is the way that people reference my website out in this world and how many links and percentages I have that say the same thing over and over and over again. So if you look, see this SEO Houston right now, I've got 10% of my referring pages in this whole world out of my entire website say SEO Houston. If you look here, and I'm going to tell you again, everything, everything I do is well thought out and placed, right? So I have, I use this with the ampersand because the ampersand does not make it a keyword. So in order to bust that up so that Google didn't get it, or I didn't get in trouble for spamming a keyword, I put a ampersand in the middle of that. So when it hooked off that website, it hooked in a way that uh, it did not send off an alarm or an alarm bell. If you notice here, and again, notice that these, a lot of these are keywords and it's because I'm running that show to send them that way. I've got 33 domains and 8% of our domains say SEO 411. And then you look again, I've got five of them that say web design. Um, Houston SEO, there's three of them, there's 97. So I'm sending links back or people are sending links back to me with links that have words that mean something that are keyword rich. So I am going out that far and saying, hey, if I put out a press release, in that press release, I put a boilerplate on the bottom that says, SEO 411 has been a provider of SEO in Houston, web design and social media for since 2008 or since 1997, depends on what I'm writing about. But I'm actually utilizing these same sets of keywords that go off of that spreadsheet and I'm doing it in a way so that everything I have sends those signals because although people will say keywords are dead, I'm going to say keywords are dead, long live keywords. If you don't have a keyword, you don't necessarily have a purpose. And if you don't have a keyword, you can't demonstrate that purpose to Google. So 
I think everybody has to do a lot of soul searching to figure out what your keywords are. So you understand what you're supposed to do. And then you understand how that's, but how you're supposed to get there. And that's, it's really just, um, it's very much different than garbage in garbage out from years ago, because I have to set those relationships. I have to be um, mathematically, they have to appear throughout the page properly. They have to support um, certain things have to support each other in the right way. And if you don't put them together, right. Um, it, it doesn't work right. And it doesn't send the right signals and Google for all its algorithm things, at the end of the day, it's all about signals and how well do I send those signals to Google and how clearly do I convey them? As far as I'm concerned, I must have done a really good job conveying this to them because they gave me a number eight ranking um, on an SEO term. That's really pretty much the SEO term in the city. Um, I, I'm within the top eight companies and that's, that's a heck of an accomplishment as far as I'm concerned, especially, um, we need the links, we need the link profiles. So some of these people have 18,000 links. I only have 10,000 links. Some of these people have 400 root domains. I only have 200 root domains. So there's certain things that are not necessarily right with us, but the on-site pieces of these pages, um, are, uh, right in alignment with what needs to be done and that all starts and stops with a keyword. I'm going to go one little step further on this and I'm going to tell you my staff cracks me up because when I do it, I get pretty well close to 60 to 70% without having to run this through some software to make sure I'm doing it right. I only have them do it to make sure I'm right. So there is software and it's about $50 a month, give or take. Let me see if I can get back to Chrome here. Hold on. Yeah. All right. And then it is. Oh, what is it? Work, work, work. I need my link. Hold on. I'll just do it this way. Okay, so this little dimiflatch here. It helps you understand what your optimization score is and how well you've put a page together for that page to rank up against uh, up against something. Okay, so uh, let me let me let's use this one here. I don't even know what it's for, but just for your so if you look we have an optimization score of a 75 for the key term houston dentist okay and it's houston dentist dentist houston so let let us let me open this so you can kind of see so what it tells me for our side is do I have too many keywords? Do I not have enough keywords? Do I have enough variation? Am I over-optimized? Am I under-optimized? What are the words that I'm using to make this, uh, go away little orange box, uh, to make this word right? So you see we have dental, dentistry, Houston. There's a whole bunch of variants that we put in and we did a whole comparison up against our competitors. So we're at 75%. 
up against the competitors on this. Let me see if it'll give me. And what it does, and you have to, you have to know kind of what you're doing here on this and the sense of this, but it kind of gives you some ideas, is what are the keywords? What are your variations? What is your basis? And do you say it enough? So like the word dental, it says that I should have an 86. I only have 78. So I really kind of need to go up by eight to be able to pull the word dental up more based on this. Now, if you come, these are the related keywords that it says I should have. A lot of these don't apply to us, but these are those relational keywords that it's looking for that it says you should have. Well, some of these I never would have, but the word tooth on dentist, I may need to now go back and write, look through that page because we only have the word teeth mentioned 31 times on the page. And we actually probably could come up a little bit on this, on this number to get this number more in whack. So this software kind of says, hey, this is our keywords. This is what we're targeting. This is our variations. And this is up against your competitors and things in the same niche as you are. This is where you stack up. Um, I, I will say it is a little bit tough to get to uh, 100%. I'm, I'm okay with a 75. I mean, ideally, I'd like it to be a little bit closer to 80 but understand that I, I know everything I need to do and how to match that out up against it. So dentistry, I'm short 13. Uh, the word Houston, it seems to say that I could put in uh, a whole lot more. I'm trying to find the one I did on trips to Italy because trips to Italy is more me than everybody. I, I pretty much do all that myself. You see, I got an 81 on Italy honeymoon. Oh, remember I told you words mean things? Um, what I'm going to tell you is that if I put the word Italian honeymoon, which is what we verbally usually call it, it an Italian uh, honeymoon to Italy, Google says Italians are people, not destinations. So although colloquially we often say the word um, uh, Italian honeymoon, Google intrinsically flips it to be Italy. It understands that so you actually have to optimize for Italy honeymoon and the word Italian will come with it. We actually used to have this stuff optimized for Italian and we all of a sudden lost all our rankings because at the end of the day to them, Italy, it, Italians are people, which I think is a little bit crazy, but it is what it is. What am I going to do? I can't go argue with them. All right. So you see that. Let's see. Let's see. You see on a page that has a whole lot more words on it, this is the exact version. It says that maybe I want to consider on my page adding a couple more. Uh, it says increase the number of H2s on my page by three because some of my, my people that I'm competing with have six H2s on their, on their page. So I need to take my keyword and make sure it's in a, in a H2 tag six more times or three more times according to this because it sounds it looks like i'm off um the h1s it wants me to take it down by one so now let, let me tell you what you could do there theoretically is take the ones that are in the h3s bump it to an h2 and now i've i fixed the second one down and not the other one um this starts to get like i said this starts to get a little bit nerdy but i wanted you to see what the mathematics of this start to get to look like um, 
paragraph text is what the p tags are when you start to do coding on the back down like put it in a paragraph tag they're saying that i have the word mentioned one too many times in a paragraph text the the point of the matter of all of this is this is the stuff that google's looking for when it makes the determination of how a page ranks so if you can get this in the 80s and the 90s on stuff you have a much better chance of ranking but sometimes as i say that understand that i may need links pointed to that page so you may need to make sure that page is better quality so somebody makes a link to it um it's not it's it's just if you get this in the 80s and the 90s and you're not on the first page you need to know that you probably need links so i'll just kind of probably say it that way is the best way to do that um if i tell it show all signals it will show all the um it'll show all the stuff that's 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 required for me to go fix and these are the ones that are the more important ones and then here's the ones that are 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 lesser signals okay so so in the scroll it says what is an h2 and an h3 so in the let me see if i have one open here uh, let's see if i can just do this uh, here this page is open so if i go edit page I'll show you because it's the best way to explain it to you. So we come into this page here. You'll see that you have these words that are written here. So let me go into here. So see this over here? It says H1, H2, H3, heading three, heading four. Google's looking for, so this is an H2, and they're looking at that, that you're, they're utilizing that as signals. So if I, I should only have one H1 on a page. Um, that's a mistake that I see rookies make is they just make everything H1s. Or, so every one of these are in H1, like every one of these headings. So if you look down this page, you, I don't know if you can see it great, but this is an H, this is gonna be an H2. I think these are H3s because they weren't important enough. I don't wanna rank on brand awareness all by itself. That's not gonna make me money. So I didn't send the signal, hey, brand, important is, brand awareness is important to me. So I'm using those headline tags to demonstrate how important something is or isn't. Um, and it's, it's important to use that, right? And if you come back to the software, it'll tell you that I need to increase on this Italy page, whatever this page is that it was ranking, which I think is my Italy honeymoon page, which actually does rank. Um, it's telling me that I need more H2s and less H3s that I'm a little bit out of. And it's saying, don't change the H4s because comparatively speaking against all the other websites that rank on the top 10, this is what they have because what this does is actually go in and analyze the top 10 websites or your competitors or i always use the top 10. um what i will say is that when i pick the person to go up against though um i need to make sure it's like kind and quality so what i mean when i say that is somebody like uh, tomaso here with this uh website he uh, if I put in Italy vacation, I think, I think it's Italy vacation. If I put in Italy vacation, Italy vacation says uh, Costco travel, and that's 10,000 words. Or it may say um, Expedia, and that's 12,000 words. Well, they're not, they're not close. Those items are not close. Sorry about that. I didn't mean to. 
um, those items are not close to close to each other. So I'm not that kind of a website. So I don't count uh, Costco travel. I don't count Expedia because I'm truly not competing with them uh, per se. Um, I need to be aware that they're out there, but their website is structured way different than mine. So I can't use them as a benchmark to throw into an equation. Um, Yelp would be another good example. So if you put your search term in and Yelp is the number one example, or for SEO, sometimes the, um, there's a directory out there that's called Clutch. And if those directories come up, I can't use them as the limiters because they're directories and they're, they're going to throw off my results here within these. So you always have to use like, kind, and quality um, when, you're, when you're doing these and you're putting them together. Um, but it, it gives you all the things that I need to pay attention to. The other thing it will do is it will tell you about variations. If you notice the variations on this one are very, very close. They're not off. They're like plus one, plus one. And th this is always changing. So let's say I got somewhere and I was on the first page and then I got up and I got to the second page and I stayed on the second page for a month. Well, then I'm rerunning this to go figure out where my where my um, my rankings changed and what do I need to do to change it. So just understand that this is a big, gigantic math pro program or project. But just like I can't do math with letters, I can't say A plus B equals C without having some kind of letter involved in there. <laughs> excuse me, some kind of number involved there, because if I do, I can't get to the right answer. I can be typing, talking hypotheticals, but I can't, without using the right number, it doesn't work. Keywords are just the fundamental building block to everything, but they are not to be spammed. They are not to be put in headers of, like in the keyword delimiter and the metadata and the top of the website. It's like all this 2002 stuff that I hear, well, the web designer said, you, there's no uh, keywords on this. What? They don't even know what they're talking about. So, you know, people use it and throw around terms and make it sound like they're smarter than you. But at the end of the day, they have to be utilized properly. They have to be put there properly and they cannot be stuffed into a page. So going back to easy rack, if you had a page that looked like Easy Rack, please immediately start to sit down and figure out what you got to do to go fix it because that's just one big old spam fest. Thank you for joining in today's Internet Marketing Clinic. We hope you enjoyed our program and we will have more marketing information for you next week. Be sure to tune in.